Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the In My Own Words NFL Podcast Season 1 Finale. I'm your host, Aaron Templin. It is podcast episode number 8, and today I'll be discussing the top fantasy football outlook for the 2020 season. Like I said, this is my Season 1 Finale of podcast episodes. going to take a small break after this, um, build some clout for the 8 episodes that I progressed into, and then as we get closer to the NFL season start, Season 2. And as we get closer into the month of June, I know everyone is starting to enter their fantasy football leagues. I draft as early as June through July through August. Fantasy football just means so much to me and so much to the game of football. It makes watching football on Sundays so much more exciting. I personally draft like 8 to 10 teams a year, sit out with my phone, my laptop, my iPad. Just it makes everything about football that much more exciting so to help you guys out with your fantasy teams this year i'm going to give you a complete outlook on rookies to get all stars to avoid um players to sweep up some defenses and pretty much covering every type of basis and in depth in regards to fantasy football now the top 10 fantasy football players of last season um reference from pro football references the number one guy was Christian McCaffrey, the running back from Carolina Panthers, 355 points, followed by Lamar Jackson, quarterback from the Baltimore Ravens, 416 points, Derrick Henry, running back from the Tennessee Titans, 277 points, Aaron Jones, running back from the Green Bay Packers, 266 points, Ezekiel Elliott, running back from the Dallas Cowboys, 258 points, Dalvin Cook, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, 239 points. Michael Thomas, wide receiver from the New Orleans Saints, 226 points. Nick Chubb, running back of the Cleveland Browns, 157 points. And Austin Eckler, running back from the Los Angeles Chargers, 219 points. That was Pro Football Reference's top 10 fantasy players of the 2019 season. So, obviously, very talented guys looking to carry their production over into the 2020 season. But let's dive right into the first segment. I'm discussing rookies to rack up in your fantasy football league. Some big names that you guys are probably going to consider, some underdogs. Uh, when I expect to grab them, um, don't grab these guys too early. Don't grab them too late. I'm going to be going through a few of their stats, give my predictions for what I expect for them for the season, and tell you guys where I expect them to go um, in fantasy football drafts. So starting with Jonathan Taylor, running back from the Indianapolis Colts. Rookie from Wisconsin College. The guy had 2,000-plus rushing yards in the 2018 and 2019 season and 50 total rushing touchdowns in three years at Wisconsin College. Now, I think this guy will be a great rookie to rack up because he's going to be a great one-two punch kind of back with Marlon Mack, obviously a guy who had an explosive season for the Colts a few years back. Um, kind of regressed a little bit last season, but with the addition of Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, swapping these two guys in and out, I think it's going to be a really good mix. And the Indianapolis Colts already um, put out a report saying that they expect an immediate impact from Jonathan Taylor. So expect this guy to get a lot of touches, probably as a second down back, second and third down back, maybe in the goal line stance. I think Marlon Mack will still be the starter here, but Jonathan Taylor is definitely a guy to consider. I think he is safe to draft. I think he can hold off into the third and fourth round if he's still available. Could be a really good late sneak pick for you guys in your fantasy leagues. My prediction for his season, 972 rushing yards with eight touchdowns and two fumbles. 
and I think he'll contribute through the air as well with 212 receiving yards and three touchdowns. So Jonathan Taylor is the first rookie I got to rack up in your fantasy football leagues. Moving on to the wide receiver position, but staying with the Colts, Michael Pittman, junior wide receiver from the Indianapolis Colts from USC College, 1,275 receiving yards in 2019 with 11 touchdowns. Now, this is the guy who obviously is expected to be the number two wide receiver on that depth chart. You already got a fantastic wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton who can catch the short intermediate routes. He can play in the slot and definitely stretch the field out. But I think Michael Pittman has the opportunity to jump in there and be a great number two guy. And similar to Jonathan Taylor, the Colts said that they expect their rookies, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, to make immediate impact on the field this season. So I think he's a safe bet for that wide receiver two spot. And he's going to be a great guy for a gunslinger like Phillip Rivers, new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Paired up with T.Y. Hilton, gets Hilton some help. This guy could be dangerous on the draft board. So my prediction for his season, uh, 892 receiving yards with seven touchdowns and zero fumbles. And similar to Jonathan Taylor, I think it's safe to say that he probably will slip into the third and fourth round of fantasy drafts. So expect to grab him there. Moving on, staying in the wide receiver category, Jerry Judy from the Broncos from Alabama College. He had a 1,000-plus yard seasons in 2018 and 2019, 26 total career college touchdowns. And due to the lack of depth, this guy can easily be the number one wide receiver in Denver. Obviously, he was drafted in the first round by the Broncos for a reason, trying to give Drew Locke as many reasons as possible. This is a very talented kid. He will help second-year quarterback Drew Locke really stretch the field, I believe. And although with the coming in with the other wide receivers being in the wide receiver room, I think this guy's going to actually pair well with the new signing of Melvin Gordon, the new running back that they brought in here. I think um, that these two guys can really work off each other, running back and wide receiver. I think they're going to be Locke's top two targets. So I predict... Jerry Judy to have 987 receiving yards, 10 touchdowns, and zero fumble this year. And I expect this guy to be drafted pretty high. I think he's going to go early or mid selection in the second round of fantasy football drafts this year. So definitely try to grab Jerry Judy off the board early. Going back to the running back position for the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift out of Georgia College. His draft notes, he was compared to veteran running back Frank Gore, the guy who just won't retire Frank Gore is a downhill runner, very strong, very fast. This guy can bulldoze over people. And like and DeAndre Swift is very similar to Frank Gore. This is a guy with a lot of meat on his bones, um, very strong guy, very powerful legs. He can definitely win the battle in the trenches, run guys over, and create running lanes for himself. He had a 1,000-yard season in 2018 and 2019 in Georgia College with 20 total college rushing touchdowns. And this guy obviously could be the first string running back for a team that lacks so much depth at the running back position. And he has so much explosive potential. you got a Lions offense with veteran quarterback Matthew Stafford, veteran wide receiver Danny Amendola, and then two young exciting guys like Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Now you throw DeAndre Swift in there as your tailback. This could be a very dangerous offense. I think DeAndre Swift will have 906 rushing yards with seven touchdowns and one fumble. And as a receiver, he'll have 303 receiving yards with two touchdowns. 
and zero fumbles. And I think this is a guy that could go off the board pretty early. I think he's not as popular as Jerry Judy, but I think this guy could be swept up in the second round, maybe drop into the third round. So definitely take a look um, by the probably the mid-third round at the latest if this guy is still available. I definitely think he'd be a starter or flex player to grab for your rosters. Going to the Dallas Cowboys, wide receiver C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma College. 1,000-plus yard seasons in 2018 and 2019. 33 total college receiving touchdowns. And this guy's going to be very exciting for obvious reasons. He has a lot of hype about him. He will be repping number 88, a famous number for Dallas that Drew Pearson, Michael Irving, and Des Bryant all wore. So number 88 being passed on to him. So this guy obviously has a lot of hype surrounding him. And it's gonna he's going to be an explosive weapon with Dak Prescott under center. You got Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. Uh, similar to the Detroit Lions, they have a very dangerous offensive core unit here. And CeeDee Lamb, obviously one of the top wide receivers drafted in the 2020 draft. I think he's going to go absolutely off this season. It could take a while to build some chemistry, and he might have a trouble getting some targets with just how many star players that the Dallas Cowboys have. But I expect him to go off this season. 1,103 receiving yards, 9 touchdowns, and 0 fumbles. And this is a guy I absolutely could see going in the first round of fantasy football drafts. I mean, you think of guys like Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. I think there would be a few diehard, crazed Dallas fans are just crazed C.D. Lamb fans that will waste the first round, well, not waste, but utilize their first round pick on a very talented wide receiver like C.D. Lamb. If he's still available in the late second round, that'll be pretty surprising. But if he's available, take him. It'd be a great second round steal. I highly doubt he's going to slip into the third round. I think this guy's going to be treated in fantasy drafts like a Michael Thomas, like a Julio Jones. So definitely pick him up early if he's available. Going to the quarterback position for the Miami Dolphins, two attack of Iola from Alabama College. He had 7,442 passing yards, 87 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions in his college career. Now, just from my experience being a Miami Dolphins fan going into fantasy football drafts, the Miami Dolphins players don't really get a lot of respect. You know, they don't really get drafted much. I mean, even the talented guys they have, like, like Devontae Parker, Mike Kosicki, they slip really deep in the fantasy drafts even when kenny stills was on the roster a few years ago a guy who caught most of the touchdowns most of the deep balls 50 60 70 yard catches um they slipped late into the draft so i think tua will be a quarterback although he has a lot of hype a lot of craze on him um number one jersey seller right now so this might be a little bit of a different case scenario here tua obviously very well known not just among dolphin fan bases but generally in the NFL now. So he might not slip back as far as other Dolphin players who have a lot of talent, but um, definitely keeping an eye on his draft board in the 2020 fantasy football drafts. And you also got the um, question what, during your NFL draft, depending on how late you draft, is he going to be the starter for this team? You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick could potentially still be the starter for this team. Tua could not play at all this season. He could be handed the keys to the kingdom halfway through the season. So... Just because of that reason, he might slip deep into the drafts. But I think he will be an absolute steal to have as your backup quarterback on the bench. He has dynamic weapons in Miami, such as Mike Kosicki, Devontae Parker, Matt Breda, Jordan Howard. So when he gets his time for the Dolphins, I think he definitely has fantasy football potential. I'm predicting that if he does get the start from week one, 
He'll finish the season with 3,675 passing yards, a modest 24 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. He's also a mobile quarterback, obviously, so I think he'll attribute 409 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. And I think he'll go anywhere between the eighth and the twelfth round. Um, obviously, there's so much quarterback depth in fantasy football, and guys would be taking, you know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz. So Tua could be overlooked, and he just being on the Miami Dolphins roster, he could slip down. And questions of whether he'll be the starter or not. So wait as long as you can to take Tua, but I think he's definitely a solid backup quarterback to have uh, when he gets his opportunity in Miami. And my last rookie to rack up here, quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. No question he's going to be the starter in week one from LSU. 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns, and six interceptions during his 20, 2019 campaign at LSU. Um, and the Cincinnati Bengals have a talented offense here. His connection, deep ball with A.J. Green, should be extremely deadly. John Ross and Mike Thomas are also two very talented wide receivers who could see increased production in their career just by simply having Joe Burrow under center. So it could be a very dangerous uh, wide receiver quarterback threat in Cincinnati. And you got to also account for Joe Mixon, one of the top running backs on the board. Um, if Joe Burrow can utilize him in the screen game, in the slot as a fourth wideout, um, his connection with Joe Mixon can also be very dangerous. A lot of people predict Joe Burrow will be Offensive Rookie of the Year or just Rookie of the Year in general. So I think he's going to have 3,902 passing yards, 29 touchdowns, and 9 interceptions. Not as mobile as Tua, but I think he'll account for 109 rushing yards and 2 rushing touchdowns as well. And obviously Joe Burrow is the future of this team. Um, obviously yet to have any time in the NFL, but I think Burrow could be a first-round pick in fantasy football drafts, guys that are that crazy about him. But with so much quarterback depth and guys wanting to take care of other high-level positions such as running back and wide receiver first. I think he can go from anywhere between the first through the fourth round. But I think he might be one of the first quarterbacks off the board as well. Going into segment two, all-stars to avoid. i got a long list here of some guys with some reasonings why I think they're going to regress. I'm not saying you have to avoid these guys altogether because obviously every, I think every single one I'm about to mention will end up on a fantasy roster. But don't expect huge years out of them. And don't go for these guys too early in your draft. And I'll tell you why. Starting with running back Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers. I, I expect a, a regression from Aaron Jones because Jamal Williams is the other running back there. I think he's going to get a lot more touches. And you also have their second-round draft selection of A.J. Dillon. So Aaron Jones did have a phenomenal campaign in 2019. But Jamal Williams also contributed pretty well for Green Bay. And then as mentioned... Um, they waste. They spent a second-round draft pick on A.J. Dillon. So the running back room is getting full. Aaron Jones still should be RB1 for this team, but expect some regression in touches and production and look for a more one-two punch with Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon as well. Running back Joe Mixon from the Cincinnati Bengals is someone I would also avoid. Had a pretty good 2019 season in regards to his fantasy value, but he is holding out right now for a contract. That could leak into the season. He could miss some regular season games. So depending on if that situation gets cleared up or not um, at the point of when you guys do your fantasy football drafts, just keep an eye on his contract situation. And um, obviously if he starts midway through the season, he could be a little bit rusty. So Joe Mixon just might not be 
one of those running backs you want to take as your starter or flex players, maybe someone to have on the bench. Surprising one here, quarterback Lamar Jackson. Obviously, he tore up records last year through the air with his legs, touchdowns. You know, this guy, absolutely phenomenal. And I think a lot of fantasy football owners are going to select this guy too early. There's just too much depth in the quarterback room in, in regards to fantasy football. In my opinion, I think quarterback... It's an essential position, but for fantasy football, there's just so much depth. There's a lot of guys who can put up a, like the right amount of points. Running back and wide receivers, and then the tight end positions are really the fillers here. There's just so many good guys who can draft a quarterback. So many like backup caliber quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill um, could put up some great numbers for you guys. So don't jump in on Lamar Jackson and, and spend a first, second, or even third round pick getting this guy just because of his marvelous season he had last year. So don't spend an early round pick on him. If he dips down further down the draft board, he obviously is a steal to take, but don't waste a first to third round pick on Lamar Jackson this year. Wide receiver Amari Cooper, he is currently ranked ninth overall in fantasy options from the Dallas Cowboys. In my opinion, I think he's just way too high. I mean, the, the ninth best fantasy football player I don't think so. I mean, you got CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. Amari had his struggles last year at Dallas. He was also their savior in many instances. I just think the number ninth ranking is way too high for him. There's, I think there's a lot better players ahead of him. I expect a little bit of regression with CeeDee Lamb getting in there, wearing number 88 and being this hyped-up rookie. So don't spend an early pick on Amari Cooper, but I think he's definitely someone that you should try to get on your roster. But... Avoid him and with the expectation that he's going to have this breakout phenomenal season. Going to the running back position, Le'Veon Bell from the New York Jets. Quite simply, he had poor efficiency last season. And he's under the offensive coordination of Adam Gase, who's just such a stubborn guy. Uh, I know it from his time in Miami. He didn't like getting Le'Veon Bell the ball too much last season. Poor efficiency, lack of utilization. Adam Gase is all in on trying to prove he's this big quarterback guru. His focus has always been and will continue to be developing Sam Darnold. And the New York Jets added veteran running back Frank Gore. And Adam Gase has a history with Frank Gore when he was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. And Frank Gore kind of worked his way up the roster, took that number one running back spot in Miami. And actually played very, very well. So don't be surprised if Frank Gore becomes that go-to guy for the New York Jets as well. And Le'Veon Bell um, sees even more reduction in touches than he did uh, in his previous season a year ago. Another guy to avoid, running back James Conner from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know a lot of fantasy owners and Steeler fans are going to be hoping for glimpses of that stardom he showed from a few years ago when Le'Veon Bell was having his holdout. And Pittsburgh proved they didn't need Le'Veon Bell. James Conner tore it up rushing the ball touchdowns, everything, but obviously he had a huge drop in efficiency last season, very injury prone, couldn't stay healthy, and Benny Shell actually looked a lot better than James Conner in a lot of spots last year, so I don't think James Conner is going to get back to that all-star form we saw him in during that Le'Veon Bell holdout, so avoid James Conner in the running back position at all costs. Quarterback Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals, he's currently the third best option on the quarterback draft board. Uh, I think it, that, that's just way too high. I don't think he's a top five quarterback at all, let alone top three fantasy football value-wise. I think it's extremely overhyped. I think the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is obviously a reason why. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to live up to that 
expectations. And there's just too many solid choices, as mentioned before, at the quarterback position. Too much depth. Don't waste an early pick or even a late pick on Kyler Murray. I think he's a backup quarterback on your fantasy football roster at best. Quarterback Tom Brady from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of guys are going to jump the gun too early and draft him. Um, just because he has, I mean, he has amazing talent around him with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, and obviously it's Tom Brady. I mean, this guy could go off with the weapons he has around him. But again, he's he's yet to play a single game for Tampa Bay. It's, he's in a new city, new team. Let let him prove himself first, and that's tough to say for a guy like Tom Brady. But it's a completely new atmosphere. I think there's a lot of hype around him, so fantasy football owners are going to jump the gun and really select him early on in the draft. Let him slide down the board. Don't waste the early or mid pick on him. Let him slide down. If he's available, take him. I don't think he, based on the death, I wouldn't use him as a starting quarterback. He's never really put up a really fancy fantasy football numbers anyway. Um, I think he could be a backup quarterback as best in terms of fantasy football value. Nick Chubb from the Browns. He was on the top 10 list of last year, but there's just too much talent for the Browns this season. Baker Mayfield has got to get a ball to Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. more. The addition of tight end from Atlanta, Austin Hooper. I think it's going to be a great addition to the Browns team. And then Kareem Hunt, obviously, is going to get a lot more touches this year as well. So I don't think Nick Chubb is due for a lot of efficiency this season. Devin Singletary from the Buffalo Bills. He averaged 20 touches a game last year. But the problem was he was not used in the goal line situations much at all where the touchdowns are scored and obviously you get most of your fantasy points from touchdowns the bills already stated that they expect their third round pick zach moss to get most of the goal line snaps this year so devin singletary should put up a lot of yards probably get a few touchdowns here and there especially if he can if he can break off some big runs but the buffalo bills have committed to their draft pick zach moss being that goal line back so i would have Devin Singletary maybe as your flex or on the bench, but Zach Moss might be a viable option to have as a backup as well if he's expected to get that many touches in goal line situations. DJ Moore, wide receiver from the Carolina Panthers. It's quite simply, there's too many mouths to feed in Carolina. They added speedy wide receiver Robbie Anderson. You got Curtis Samuel, Ian Thomas, and of course Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is going to build a good repertoire. With McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson, I think DJ Moore's production is going to slide down. His efficiency isn't going to be that great this year. So avoid drafting DJ Moore. Um, I, Based on who's available, I would consider him adding him on, on my bench. But I, I would I would be pretty satisfied if just leaving him off my fantasy football team altogether this year. Keenan Allen from the Chargers. It's going to take time. I mean, Keenan Allen is Seemingly a guy that a lot of people always have on their fantasy rosters. One of the top wide receivers in the league. I think it's going to take time to build chemistry with Justin Herbert, having a rookie quarterback at the helm, not Phillip Rivers anymore. So that chemistry factor has to build. Rivers and Allen had their chemistry down pat. Always could rely on each other to be in the right spot at the right time. Having a new guy come in at quarterback, rookie, I think that chemistry is going to take time to build and it will affect his fantasy value. And then, obviously, if Herbert doesn't get the start and they go with Tyrod Taylor, I think that's even a worst-case scenario for Keenan Allen if Tyrod's the starter for a few games in the season because Tyrod is just an inconsistent mess. Um, so avoid Keenan Allen, I think, at all costs this year. I think 2020 would be a good year to just avoid Keenan Allen on your fantasy football. Let other guys take him and waste a slot in the roster for him. 
Running back Derrick Henry, the rushing king, rushing title leader from last season, 303 carries, 1,540 yards, 16 touchdowns in 2019. I just expect teams to figure him out. You know, very tough runner to stop. He has a thick body, thick build, strong, powerful legs. His stiff arms are extremely powerful. So he could just rely on natural talent alone. But I think defensive coordinators are going to really scheme a lot better for the Tennessee Titans this year figure out a way to shut down the run. I think the Titans' season is going to rely on how consistent Ryan Tannehill can be this year. I think more outcomes of games are going to rely on him throwing the ball than Derrick Henry on the ground. I think they're just going to plug up the trenches better this season. He still should have a remarkable year. I definitely would still add him on my fantasy value, but I don't think he's worth a first or second round pick this season. And finally, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins from the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, one of the best wide receivers in football today. Phenomenal career for the Houston Texans, but he's like a Tom Brady. He's with a new team, new atmosphere, new quarterback in Kyler Murray. Got to build the chemistry. This could be a guy that fantasy football owners take early to you know mid-rounds, and he could just be a potential bust this season. He could ex- lack extreme production, put up maybe 10 or less points a game if he can't get on the same page. I mean, don't get me wrong, DeAndre Hawkins has the capabilities to carry what he did in Houston over to Arizona and be one of the best wide receivers in football again this year. I just don't think he's worth an early pick um, being with a new team this season. Going into segment three, sleepers to sweep up. I got some guys that could make a difference in you guys taking home the trophy or walking away with second place this season. Starting with Saints tight end Jared Cook. This guy had 68 catches for 900 yards and six touchdowns when he was a member of the Oakland Raiders. Cook l- led all tight ends from all 32 teams in fantasy points last season with the Saints um, in regards to points per target in 2019. Um, so obviously Drew Brees is back. Um, he likes to use his tight ends a lot. I think Jared Cook is going to get a lot of red zone looks. I think he's going to be the number one tight end in football this season. Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup. He, this guy, very explosive last season, especially late in the year. He had 66 catches for 1,107 yards and six touchdowns. Obviously, having Amari Cooper and then bringing in CeeDee Lamb, he could get overshadowed a little bit. But I think Michael Gallup is still in store to be a kind of a late-round sleeper pick that if you guys have in your roster, he could put up big numbers to help you win games. Dolphins wide receiver Preston Williams. He's only 23 years old. Had a season-ending injury last season, but he did have 32 catches for 428 yards and three touchdowns prior to that. He has unbelievable speed, incredible determination to go up and get the football. He's used in special teams as well, has some kick return touchdowns along with um, Jakeem Grant. So if this guy can stay healthy this season, I think he could be a, a sneaky sleeper for the Miami Dolphins and for your fantasy football team. Titans wide receiver Corey Davis. Now, Ryan Tannehill noted that he wants to get Davis more involved. I looked back on some of the Tennessee Titans highlights this season, and Corey Davis did make some big plays in some key situations. Tannehill did find him for the ball with the ball. But obviously, Tannehill has this big connection with rookie sensation from last year, A.J. Brown. But the fact that Ryan Tannehill is making it a priority to you know build more chemistry with Corey Davis, get him involved more, I expect increased receptions, increased touchdowns. So Corey Davis could be another wide receiver to add to your roster that could be a sleeper as well. I really like this one. Steelers tight end Eric Ebron. 
He came over from the Colts. He was a huge asset for the Indianapolis Colts, one of the best tight ends in football. Found the uh, end zone a lot. And now he's going to get a lot of red zone targets because you got Ben Roethlisberger coming back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that's, that lacks some weapons. You know, you still got Juju Smith. Um, but I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to rely on his tight ends a lot this season. I think Eric Ebron and Big Ben are going to build some pretty good chemistry, and I think he's going to get a lot of red zone receptions for touchdowns this season. So keep your eyes out for Eric Ebron as he slips down the draft boards. If he's available, definitely pick him up. Rams running back Cam Akers. This the running back room for the LA Rams is terrible right now. There's no depth. There's no clear winner for the number one spot since Todd Gurley left. If Cam Akers puts in the work and the production in the offseason and training camp, I think he can very easily be the number one guy. But he's not a well-known name, so he can definitely slip deep down the draft board. But he's still a number one running back for a team. And if Jared Goff gets him the football more, especially through the air. He could be a sleeper that could put up some big numbers in the running back room as well. Going to the Chargers side, running back Justin Jackson. He had a lot of solid performances last year during Melvin Gordon's holdout. And now the Chargers upgraded their offensive line this season. So Justin Jackson is in store for a big year. He can definitely excel with an upgraded O-line. And like I said, he had a lot of phenomenal games when Melvin Gordon was out last season. So with an upgraded O-line... And some more touches, this guy could be a sleeper. Eagles running back, Miles Sanders. Obviously one of the brighter spots for the Philadelphia Eagles last year. In the second year, he should have an increased role, increased production in 2019. And he has a little bit more experience under his belt. I think he's going to be utilized a lot more in Doug Peterson's offense. Um, he's, a, he's a better known name. He So fantasy owners might take him mid to late rounds. But he was, if he's available, I definitely think he could be one of the better sleeper running backs this season and then Falcons running back Todd Gurley coming on a new team um coming from the Rams obviously with his knee injuries he gets on a new team trying to help Matt Ryan and the Falcons get back to the NFC South title I think he's simply gonna have a bounce back campaign with a new team gonna prove to the uh, LA Rams that they should have kept them uh, and I think he's gonna in store for a phenomenal year Moving into segment four, must-have men for your roster for the 2020 season, starting with wide receiver A.J. Brown from the Titans. Obviously a rookie sensation, unbelievable year. He made some incredible catches, especially deep down the field. 52 catches, 1,051 yards, and eight touchdowns in 2019. I think he'll go by the second round. And in 2020, I think he'll have 69 catches for 1,210 yards and 12 touchdowns running back Kenyon Drake from the Cardinals during that trade over from Miami when he got the ball for Arizona he had 123 carries for 643 yards and eight touchdowns I think he's going to go for 139 carries 1,090 yards and 11 touchdowns in 2020 and I think he'll be a second to third round selection running back Christian McCaffrey obviously he's a must-have every single year just unbelievable last season 287 carries for 1,387 yards and 15 touchdowns. I see a slight reduction, but still great fantasy value. 2020, expect 274 carries, 1,203 yards, and 13 touchdowns. And I think he's obviously a first-round selection. Saquon Barkley running back for the Giants. Two 1,000-yard seasons in his two years in the NFL. Had 1,003 yards last year with six touchdowns in 2019. 
In 2020, I think he'll have 254 carries for 1,119 yards and nine touchdowns. And I think he's a first-round selection as well. Wide receiver Michael Thomas got into some Twitter beef with Devontae Parker. But he had an unbelievable season last year. 149 receptions for 1,725 yards and nine touchdowns. I don't think he's going to eclipse that kind of phenomenal record-setting season again. But I think in 2020, he'll have 138 receptions for 1,567 yards, 11 touchdowns. And I think he's a first-round selection again. Running back Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys. He had 301 carries for 1,357 yards and 12 touchdowns in 2019. In 2020, I think he'll have 313 carries for 1,490 yards and 10 touchdowns. And I expect him to go off the board in the first round as well. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver from the Chiefs. Obviously some injuries last season, just 58 receptions, but still 860 yards for seven touchdowns. In 2020, I expect a major bounce back, 112 receptions for 1,212 yards and 12 touchdowns. No doubt he'll go in the first round as well. Wide receiver Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons had 99 receptions for 1,394 yards, six touchdowns in 2019. In 2020, I think he'll go for 103 receptions for 1,219 yards and 10 touchdowns. Could be a first-round selection. I think he'll be early second round and possibly third. And finally, wide receiver Chris Godwin from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously a phenomenal year last year with Mike Evans. 86 receptions, 1,333 yards, 9 touchdowns. In 2020, I think he's going to go off for 109 receptions for 1,509 yards and 14 touchdowns. Still not given the respect he deserves. I think he'll be a mid-second round selection. Some other honorable mentions to get on your roster, obviously some big names like Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, uh, Mike Evans, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith, Devontae Parker, Aaron Rodgers, just some honorable, honorable mentions there. But the list I gave you, I think, are the must-have guys that are going to make the difference in fantasy football value this year. And to wrap it up with the last segment, Segment five, defining defenses. I think the top five defenses to draft in fantasy football this year. At number one, the New England Patriots. Obviously, they're going to have to rely a lot on their defense this year with a new quarterback at the helm. But they were the number one defense in fantasy football points-wise last year with 225 points. Expect some more dominance from Bill Belichick's defense this year as well. At number two, the Baltimore Ravens, they were very dominant in 2019. They spent a lot of offseason time bolstering up that team. I think they're going to be even stronger this year and could work their way into the number one defense in the league. So definitely pick them up if they're available. At number three, the Buffalo Bills, they gave up the second fewest points in 2019. And the Buffalo Bills just always, always have a really tough defense. They're really well coached, really well disciplined. Definitely pick up the Buffalo Bills as a starting defensive line this year. At number four, the 49ers. Last season, they had the best defensive line in football. And of course, you got Nick Bosa in his second year now and Richard Sherman uh, in the corner. So very dominant team. I expect them to be a 13-3 and team, heavily relying on their defense. Definitely scoop, scoop them up. And then at number five, the LA Rams. I think the offense is going to be pretty stagnated this year. Going to have to rely on their defense. I think their defense will be very tough. 
They added Jalen Ramsey in the offseason, so it should help them out. So those are my top five defenses this year. And that is it for me, guys, going through fantasy football for you guys. I want to know what fantasy football means to you guys. Who do you want on your roster? Who do you see as some bust and some breakout targets? Who do you see as the guys that you want to have on your team? Give a comment about that on my Instagram post when I release the video. Again, this is my season one finale. Uh, I've gone through eight episodes. They've been really fun to do. They've been doing pretty well on Spotify. I'm going to take a little bit of a break so NFL can, you know, release some topics, some more discussions to talk about as we get closer and closer to the start of the actual season. I'll be starting season two in a few weeks when I'm going to spend some time trying to get these first first eight episodes a little bit more recognition before we move on into the actual season. And that's when I'll start season two. So just thank you guys for all the support all the follows and listens and streams on Spotify so far. If you haven't done so, please hit the follow button, subscribe, turn on the notifications. Give me a follow on Instagram. I joined a new affiliation, so I changed it from fins underscore all day. It's now dolphins underscore champion. Very excited to network with those guys um, and build some repertoire there as well. So thank you guys for listening in. Hope you guys do well in your fantasy football drafts this season. And have a great one.